I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Uncensored Match Build-Up Show Liverpool, taking on Cardiff in the FA Cup. I'm Paul Machen. I'm joined by Evo and by Steve for this one. Um, If you want to come and join us, if you are checking this out live right now, we are over on YouTube, we're going to be discussing a little bit about Cardiff. We've got a great trivia question in the middle, and then we're going to be looking at who the Mighty Reds are likely to select. Will they go standard FA Cup or will they go strong? Loads and loads and loads of really interesting things to talk about. The return to training of Thiago Alcantara. Will Luis Diaz get his first appearance uh, for your Mighty Reds? We shall find out in due course. But let's dive into it. Uh, and stay. it feels like an absolute eternity since we played. Footy. It does, doesn't it? I hate the international breaks. Although most of the lads haven't been involved, you know, there's a Brazilian element and Afcon, but the European lads has kind of. Well, been this particular. was the winter break, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it never serves as well to have a break. We're an intense side that needs games thick and fast, so uh, it could be interesting on Sunday for that reason. It is that. That's the one narrative that we're waiting on. It's like a ticking time bomb. The sword of Damocles hanging over our head, Evo, of <laughs> Liverpool uh, should never go on warm weather breaks. They should never have holidays in the season because they, ne- they never come back quite right. The hope is it's Cardiff mm. and it's the FA Cup and look in the grand scheme of things we should be enough we should be enough to get past them if we don't it's not catastrophic to the season of course but yeah it'd be nice if Liverpool did just come back recharged rather than us having to sit here as we've done a number of times over the years and go oh well you can't really you won't see the benefits of this until the back end of the season you'll never we'll never be able as fans to see the true benefits it'd be nice if Liverpool just came back and hit the ground running really yeah, definitely like, <laughs> I mean I hate these breaks too, and I like like I think we we need just this this rhythm. We are so keen to to playing two games a week for the last four or five years, and like like on the other side, I'm 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 happy for the players, like mm-hmm. seeing Trent, seeing Hendo, like on the beach, yeah. like like having a proper uh, break because we we always moan about that in December and January they need time off, and now when they have time off, we go like shit, like we we, we are not good. But there's a, there's a there's a cultural thing on this, isn't there? Is that as English fans, we're not used to the idea of the winter break. And again, you just stood there. We call it the international break, and okay, it was for the for the, for the Brazilians, and it was for Takimino. They've gone away and played played football, but it was English football's winter break. Now, again, look at like the Bundesliga, for mm. example. They've always had yeah. a, a winter break, so we we can't help but like I don't know over here we're a bit like sneering to it you know like oh, what do they want a break for a break wow look at all the money they get paid etc etc it's probably going to take a few years of this being a thing before we get used to 
Noati players are entitled to go and have a, a couple of days break. Everyone else can get a holiday from their from their jobs. Like in the in in the big picture, it it will be good if if it continues to to if for other players if if they get the break in in, in the next years too because like it, it just helps you. We we play a lot of games and like we we are not a mid table team. Like every game is important for us, so we have to win everyone. We have to go full force in everyone. And when you play from August September on till January, like you are happy for one week off. And like the the, the lads use this one pr properly, yeah. like the ones who had a break off. I think that it, it's a physical recharge, but it's look a week's not long when you when you consider like the but mentally. Well, yeah, ex exactly, and that that's my that's my point really. Is, is that they just need a little bit of that. I always say this, and you don't realise this when, you, when you're younger, it's only when you start to get older and, and you've got a lot more responsibilities and, and, and life comes at you from all different yeah. angles at all times. I think you need three, I, three nights off is the bare minimum you need just to, just to disengage your brain a lot of the times. And that's what these lads, it has been an incredibly intense period. Yeah. They'll have been getting geared up for that January as well because of the AFCON stuff, all the stuff that we've been worried about. That will have been in their minds. They've all gone, and actually a lot of the players were asked to go a lot more than they would have done, I think, if, if Salah and Mane and Cater had been available. Like the defence in particular, yeah. the full-backs have played a lot, Fabinho's played a lot, Henderson's played a lot, Curtis Jones has played a lot. They do need to have a little bit of, a little bit of time off, and, and we can't help it, can we? Because I think it's a talk sport, old-school English mentality, and of course we don't like young, attractive, rich people having nice things because we feel jealous <laughs> about it. Ultimately, we do. Um, yeah, hopefully we'll see. The, hopefully we will see the benefits, and hopefully it means that these lads can go. Because I'd quite like to see us win all four competitions within this season, or have the best chance of it. Me too. And, and referencing Evo's point about it will benefit us in the long term. Right now, it's really difficult to dial in and dial out of a winter break, and it might be the same for the players. That's my concern because we see pictures of Trent lying in, in the Bahamas or somewhere getting some sun, and like you say, you know, I got proper wanderlust. Yeah, 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 that yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tough to, tough to look at. Um, Andy Robert, I told him to breathe out on one of them, didn't he? Because he was showing us six. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, it was cool. Um, so you do wonder when they come back. You'd like to think the professionals and we've got the right people in the club to switch them on again, but. And he's, they'll be switched. They'll want to yeah. switch on as well, won't they? Ultimately, but history says that we struggle when we have predetermined <laughs> yeah. breaks that we don't want. Yeah, just like to to touch on this again, like you said, it life comes at you, like when w w when you get a little bit older. And I just think it's it's not may, maybe not that important for the beginning of, for for the players who are in the beginning of the twenties or in, in in the mid twenties, but. Like for a guy like Jordan Henderson, I don't know. He has two or three kids, two couple, kids. at least a couple. Like, yeah, at least yeah, so. a couple of kids. I think th th that is he, he values this week really much because, like, we always demand a lot of these players mm. and all that stuff. But if we have to go out there traveling every second week, training all that stuff, like one week on the beach with your kids, paradise, family, mentally and for your mindset, that gives you a lot. Yeah. And I think like. Like Jordan is the best example. Hendo, like he wasn't that good, and like in 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 the last couple of weeks. So maybe this week just gave him a proper rest, yep. and now we can go again. Yeah, it's true. Right? It's just that, that thing. We all have that, uh, you know. And it, I guess it depends on your lifestyle and what you do and mm. you, what your job is and what your responsibilities and who else is you you're responsible to and responsible for. But there is that thing of just sometimes I, I, you know you have it sometimes where you're just in the in the grind. 
I ever sometimes we you go on a holiday and you, by day three you're in you're like in the shower and you like you, you have an original thought for the first time in God knows how long and I, and I think the Jordan Henderson stuff's interesting because I think he has been toiling a little bit you know I think he's been he's been a little bit better the last couple of games but I think he's done his own head in a bit you know and he had he's had to play a lot of football he was ill as well not with COVID but he, he you know he, he had a quite a bad illness by all accounts mm. when Klopp's saying we've got lads out with COVID who are not as bad as Jordan Henderson who's, yeah. who's out but not with COVID um, and like, hopefully that's the kind of thing that he needs definitely um, Cardiff they did not have a break. Um, they've just played, in fact, last night um, on the Wednesday night to beat Barnsley 1 0. That's two wins back to back. They are having a tough old season. You know, they're only nine points ahead of the relegation zone in the Championship at the moment, and the team underneath them has got a game in hand on that as well. So this is a double edged sword, I think. It represents a little bit of a as we've seen a couple of teams do this season, it's a free hit. They might just yeah. enjoy the, get to go out and enjoy a football game, which could help them. But equally, there's a mentality there where they've got a far bigger battle to really concern them. And it's up to us to make sure their brain gets ticked towards the, the latter rather than the former. We've seen over the years that these are welcome distractions from poor league form. We've seen sides win domestic competitions and get relegated. Yes. You know, we've seen that more than once. Yeah. So the thing with them is, as you say, it's a free hit. It's an enjoyable afternoon. It's a game against Liverpool. If you're a professional footballer, lots of those lads won't have played at that standard before. It's, it's, if you're the manager, you do what you just said. You tell them to go out, relax and enjoy themselves. They've beaten Barnsley and Nottingham Forest in their last two games, who are in much, much better form than they are. So they shouldn't be discounted for that reason. Those are two really good results, given their league position. And they'll be buoyed by that a little bit. You know, it's a good result against Barnsley because Barnsley were not far off the playoffs. Yeah. Um, so, so don't underwrite, underestimate them. They'll, they'll come. They'll, they'll be physical. I think they'll be physical. That's that's generally what sides lacking in quality do, don't they? They beef yeah. it up a little bit. Well, it's interesting you mentioned that they had, they ended up in a big scrap in the tunnel at Barnsley um, last night. At the end, um, yeah, the players and the uh, both sides and the, and the coaches and whatever getting involved. Quite interesting. Check that uh, check that tweet out. It's actually uh, at Matt uh, CCFCO2. He's got a little video of that. If you you want to check that out on Twitter, but yeah, proving that they do certainly have a little bit of a fight and a little bit of scrap in them. I mean, and going back to the the, the, the point we're making though, Evo, is that they the advantage that they will have is everything we've discussed there. They're playing football matches. If, if I think if, if Liverpool were playing, if Liverpool played last weekend mm-hmm. and we played and we didn't have a midweek game, we played this weekend, I think there would be a clear advantage because they played more recently than us. So fatigue will be a greater issue for Cardiff in this one. But we're fighting that balance of we'll get to see whether how important rhythm is because they will be in rhythm. Liverpool won't be in rhythm, although they will have more fatigue. Liverpool should have less fatigue. But are we that sharp? It's a, it's an, it adds an interesting complication and possibly a positive one for Cardiff. Yeah, I agree. And like you, you, you touched on this. Like they, they've won the last two games. They had a really bad December. Like they, they did, didn't yeah. won like six or seven out of the last nine. And now they had these two wins, like a proper build up for them towards the Liverpool game. And if you look at our side, it's almost like you, you can't believe that we are so bad. Uh, coming back after uh, after a break, like th- like if we have one problem in the squad in these years, we we, we are not in rhythm. Like we, we, when we get back after a break, international break or whatever, like we we have to play ourselves in rhythm again. And it it would be really Liverpool like if we don't go out and just somehow somehow grab a win, not in the, not really in in a, in a 
in a in a really proper way. To... It's an interesting it'll, imp- it'll impact team selection, which we'll come on to in part yeah. two, of course. But you know, whether you go with the lad, do you need to play go strong to get the lads back in rhythm, or do you go with a, a younger, hungrier team no who maybe clue. not been on the same kind of break? We'll have it. We'll but we'll definitely talk about that in, in part two. What I think's really interesting is that. And why it feels like so long stay since we last played? Because yet the, the, the winter break it's effect, effectively an international break kind of thing where you get you know it's it's two weeks more or less. But there's been so much happened in there. Yeah. And to use the old holiday analogy, if you go and have you have a two week break and you lie on the couch, that will it'll feel like you know, the days might feel like they've dragged, but that will fly by. Whereas if you go out and you do loads, you fill it with memories and it feel <laughs> and when you look back on it, it feels like you had a big break. It has been wild this last couple of weeks. Obviously, transfer window yeah. coming to the end. The Luis Diaz stuff, for like, which was incredible for a few days. The Carvalho stuff. There's been lots of other bits of music. Afcon's been ongoing, so we've been able to dip in and out of Salah and Mane and all that kind of stuff. Like it's um, so yeah. I mean, it all contributes to we've managed to keep ourselves like hungry and ticking over. But it does. It, it's led to this extended feeling where it feels like about a month since we actually played. Totally. Season. And given our recent transfer windows, this one aside, when we've not really done much. We've probably invested about 18 months worth of transfer window frenzy into that period, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been mental. Um, I don't know about you guys, but the Carvalho thing did me. I didn't because it was like there was so many people saying it's done, it's not done, it's this, it's that. We all invested ourselves in that as we do as Liverpool fans. And it can be a bit draining yeah. to, to go through that experience. Um, yeah, it, it, it doesn't feel like two weeks. It feels like about six months, doesn't it? But it's um, <laughs> yeah. so much, like you say, so much has happened. Yeah, no, and, and I think we're all eager to just get back into it and get back to the business of, what, of watching the Reds again, really. Um, actually, a bit of breaking news while we're live here on, on YouTube. Um, James Pierce tweeting, Liverpool's home game versus Leeds rescheduled for Wednesday, February the 23rd. Not ideal, given that falls four days before our Carabao Cup final. Game was originally due to play on Boxing Day, as we know. Uh, if Liverpool get through in the FA Cup versus Cardiff this Sunday, then their fifth round tie will be played midweek after the Wembley final versus Chelsea. So, yeah, I mean, talking about the importance of the winter break, I'll be I'll be very, I bet those lads are very glad they've taken that break now because <laughs> yeah, yeah. that is going to be majorly intense. Yeah, just to clear that up, there was going to be a full week before the League Cup final. Now Liverpool will have wow. that Leeds United game. But, you know, we, we talked about this a lot, even in the last week or two. The aim at the end of February is to have won the League Cup and working back from that, we want to be in a position where we have we are three points closer to Man City, bare minimum. That is the that is the expectation. If we can get through to the next round of the FA Cup, win our game in hand, which has now been rescheduled. That's the Leeds game, and then and win the League Cup. Then we have we've aced yeah. February. We're going to need all the players available for it possible. But yet, yeah, at least at least we now know it's not ideal. But it's now known that is what Liverpool's February is going to look like. Definitely, uh, a clear mission, clear mission for for February. And like we 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 got we're going to touch on this later in the show. We get healthier again. So important in this in this phase. And like it, for me, it feels like even if there's another international break somewhere in March, I would I would yes. assume. Yep. Even even when when there's a break again, it feels like the big last chapter of the season starts now because we've got the league cup final like important of a cup games like like the february and at, at march important months before we play city at the empty hat mm-hmm. so uh and uh, like every game every game is important now every game counts and maybe even if we even if we say ah it's bad that we play leeds midweek then after the final midweek again 
maybe it's good for us because like if we are good in something it's the two games a week rhythm and yeah it will be a little bit a lot, but we have a lot of players available now. Yeah, so. and, that, and that's the that's the hope, and actually, that's going to involve a lot of the conversation in part two. Just how many players Liverpool do have available? I just want to say thank you actually to Steve Trevor, who's the one in the live comments who pointed out the uh, James Pierce tweet there uh, to keep us updated on the rearranged fixtures and all that good stuff. Um, and uh, a Surab asking, "Have you guys killed Payjack? I mean, where is he?" been long. Um, Chris Bajak was here until half seven last night recording this week's stat show with Dan Kennett. Uh, that's streaming uh, today over on Redmen Plus. So if you want to dive into that, I'll get you a little uh, a little look at that after the break. But the um, yeah, really, Chris is not just to clear, clear things up. Chris is not dead. Uh, it was a funny joke. Um, it was a funny joke that's been misinterpreted by a number of people. Chris Bajak, better say no, yeah, again, yeah, not dead. Yes, um, but yeah, um, yeah. If you want more from Page, I say he has that weekly stat show over on Redman Plus, and he does the the away games largely with me on watchalongs in the studio as well. So yeah, plenty of Page in the in your lives coming soon. Um, right, yes, we are going to take a very very short break. Uh, we've got a trivia question to tide you over whilst we do just that. Liverpool beat Cardiff six three in twenty fourteen, but who scored Liverpool's goals? Answer after this. Hey guys, it's Steve here. Hopefully you are enjoying this podcast. Just want to let you guys know if you want even more Redmen TV goodness in your ears, every single show that we produce over on our subscription service, Redmen Plus, also comes in podcast format. So you can get all of our amazing content on the go. Hopefully you enjoyed that one and hopefully you enjoyed the rest of this show. Right, I asked the question before the break, the public card of 60 in 2014, who scored the goals? Anyone want to throw some out there? Well, obviously you'd be looking at Stevie for some form of contribution there. No. Six goals and he didn't score. Wow. Uh, no, Stephen Gerrard did not score in, in the six. Neither scored nor assisted. That's in that. incredible. Yeah. The three the three most obvious contributors to that, like one of them didn't score but got two assists. Yeah. Uh, in fact, 13, 14, it's at, when you think, and now that I know, because the answers are in front of me, the answers are quite obvious in a roundabout way. Suarez. Luis Suarez. Luis Suarez scored uh, a hat-trick that day. Sturridge. Daniel Sturridge scored that Sterling. day. Sterling. Yeah. No. Okay. Obvious in a Henderson get one. roundabout way. Jordan Henderson did not get one. So the, it's one more player. It's one player scored a brace that day, and both goals were created by Felipe Coutinho. Do you have any hints? Dumb like there, position, positioning wise. Uh, it wasn't a forward. So it'd be a midfielder. Wasn't a midfielder. Wasn't Skirtle, was it? It was Martin Skirtle. Oh. Do you know what? He Martin. was brilliant at that. He was. I think Arsenal, he scored. I think he scored Arsenal, seven goals that season. Some belters <laughs> yeah. at Arsenal, didn't he? So yeah. Skirts. He was always good for a late run into the box. He was a big physical guy. One he wasn't going to get in the way of that. So wow, yeah. Skirtle too. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Long time ago. Big shout out for uh, Bad Drinker who's just joined us as a first team members here. I remember here on YouTube. Thank you so much for that. Um, Glenn Johnson got a shout from Tom Hart. Unlucky, I think Johnson actually, um, you know, we, I think he got, when I can find the page that I had, he set up uh, the first goal. Glenn Johnson for Lewis, for Lewis Suarez. I, it's funny how there's a number of players who played for Liverpool over the years that I don't think of very often, and Glenn Johnson's definitely one of them. Like, what a good, what a, 
good player he was, he was. at his best. He was. At his best. I mean, we did have a running joke on Redman for about two seasons <laughs> that he actually had been swapped out with his evil twin, uh, John Glenson, who couldn't play football very well. <laughs> uh, that, was an, that was a running joke for quite some time. But uh, yeah, it's pretty no, he wasn't bad. He wasn't bad. He was a decent He was a decent. Scored a good goal against Chelsea when he came inside and beat two or three in a well, far corner. It's interesting. So we've actually, obviously, we're on the countdown to the League Cup final. And obviously, I mentioned Redman Plus. We've got some, we've been filming right madly this last week and we've got some great stuff coming up this week um, in the bag as well I sat down with Stuart Downing yesterday to talk about his man of the match performance in the League Cup final in 2012 the last League Cup we won and it was interesting because obviously Glenn Johnson's in that game and he has this belter of a right-footed effort in the first five minutes, kales it in, it comes down off the underside of the bar, uh, which was actually set up by Down, funnily enough. So, yeah, we've got loads of stuff coming. We've got a documentary um, coming on the 2001 League Cup final. That's really, really good stuff. Uh, we've got a, a special in conversation with, with Stuart Down, and we've got a five-part premium podcast series as well, looking at all of Liverpool's League Cup final wins. Uh, yeah, all available and to stream on Redmen Plus, which are Liverpool streaming services like Netflix for Liverpool um, and just to actually, um, I did mention for the people watching on, on YouTube that uh, Chris did a stat show, which doesn't appear to be on the front page of the website, which would have been good. Oh, there it is, right down. A Luis Diaz stat special um, with Chris Page and Dan Kennett as well. So if you want to go deeper on Liverpool's new Colombian wonder man, um, then you can get that uh, streaming right now on Redman Plus. Uh, so yeah, head over there for more content. But obviously all the free stuff is still here and it also exists on the website if you just want to get it all in one neat place and package. Right, let's get back into the game. Thiago back in training. We found this out. That was an announcement yesterday, I believe. Harvey Elliott's Stay, um played a behind closed doors game, scored a lovely goal, lovely goal. in that as well. I think got an assist in that game yeah, as yeah. well. The point on all of this is that no Salah, no Mane. Origi's probably not quite there yet either, but by and large, you know, we've got a a, a wide array of footballers mm. to, to to choose from. Let's start with Harvey Elliott. Just put him in. Probably not on Sunday. Okay. Because we've discussed before about Cardiff might try and ramp up the physicality. Yes. Which is where you lack quality, you tend to roll your sleeves up and have a go, don't you, physically? Yeah. Try and rattle them a little bit. Um, that's probably not a game you need to risk him in. Mm -hmm. Equally, you could make a converse, an argument to say it's absolutely the right game to put him in. Because with any impact injury or any serious injury, that we've talked about this before, it's getting over the, the, the psychological hurdle that you can actually ride a challenge and not yeah. hurt yourself. Yeah. So that needs to happen sooner rather than later. And we know behind closed doors games, people don't tackle because they don't want to injure people. So it's it's very much like an under-23s game where tackling seems to be outlawed. Yeah. So, you know, it's one of those situations... It's nice that, that both him, he's back. It's really good that he's back. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens because he started the season on the right side it, and, and put Henderson's position under threat, if you like. Yeah. Um, he's the future of the football club and, and we absolutely need to review him and look at him that way, mm -hmm. get him back in. Um, it's just as a way... What, what, what I really like about him, Paul, is that as the ball's coming to him, you're aware he's having a look at what's around him yep. and he'll just touch a ball around the corner and, and you can't teach that. You, intuitively, you've got that or you haven't and his awareness of where his teammates are and his ability to create space for this is really, really impressive. So, you know, we talked up, you spoke about Henderson struggling for a bit of form. That injury he had last season was horrendous. Mm -hmm. I don't think enough's been said about that. Yep. Mm. And he's been struggling for fitness and form a little bit uh, through periods of the season. 
Harvey coming back is a really good opportunity to change it around a little bit and, and he's more offensively minded. So where we want to go and win games and win them well is, yeah. is a definite option. I um, Yeah, I think there's definitely something to that, isn't there? Either way, I, I, I keep being reminded of Wayne Rooney starting for Man United and he's injured when he when he, when he he comes and they throw him in and he's in the Champions League and That's he's true. just, yeah, he's un, and he's unreal and there's just something to that. He, he's going to be chomping at the bit and I and, and if it was me, I would be super protective of him, wrap him up, but he won't want to be wrapped up He'll want to go out there and prove a point as soon as yeah. possible because he'll want he'll want it he'll want his place back yeah. effectively, and there's a chance it being Cardiff, and there will be a physicality. But he was in the championship last season. Mm. He, 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 there's nothing they're going to throw at him that he won't have experienced mm. every week, twice <laughs> twice a week for an yeah. entire season. I just had a little luck. He played against them last year as well. I think just I think just the once, but he got an assist against them um, away from home um, in a two two so. draw last season. So he, he'll have a, a decent picture of what they're likely to be as well. So could actually be the perfect game. For yeah, him. like he, he, even if he if if he doesn't start or you, you don't bring him in at half time, g- give him a proper run out for like yeah. half an hour or something. Bring him in uh, and field like get him back in, in into the team again. Like and you talked about it. I, I totally agree. Like he was one of these early stories of the season. Mm-hmm. Like for, or first weeks, for, for first months, like he he played so good, and he originally he's somehow an offensive winger, and then he got back into the midfield right side of the midfield three, and he was really well connected with Mo Mo Salah. So, I I I, I was so devastated when he got this yeah. bad injury, and like we were not sure if he if, if if he would be back this season. So that 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 he's back and that he can, that he can play again is really good and. Somehow, even even he is not a scouser, but somehow it feel for me. I don't know how it feels for you guys, but for me it feels like a, a bit like he's a scouser because he identifies himself so so much with Liverpool. Yeah. Like you see all these childhood pics with him and a Liverpool kid and everything. And like when I see him, I really see uh, happiness being at that football club yeah. and it, it, that is special for me having a young kid who's so mature and who's so gifted on the on, on the on the on the same time i think the strong suspicion with him Steve, is that there's a there's an absolute player there oh, yeah. you know and 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 more than and it was a bit of a surprise to some and it funny enough i was chatting to dan about about him and he was saying like he, he could tell what a player he is just by working with him at blackburn but a lot of people still thinking, oh, maybe another loan because he's still so he's so young still. Yeah, he is. Yeah. But there's a there's something there where he's just got that attitude, he's got that charisma. There's something about him. It's the way he carries himself. It's the way he conducts himself. He it doesn't matter actually what team you put around him. If you let's say you start him in this game, it doesn't matter whether we go full strength or whether we put a team of kids out. He will he will conduct himself like he's a senior footballer for Liverpool, and it's rare that because. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. We've had a lot of players down the years who maybe got the ability, but there's just that that surety of themselves. Michael Owen had that in oh, spades. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Truly believed he was better than everything else. In, you know, everyone else in his age group, everyone else in his position, everyone else in the in the league, the country. You know what I mean, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So there's a chance there for Harvey Elliott, whether it's here or actually it is. Leicester, it won't be long until I think he's an absolute nailed-on mainstay of this team. Totally agree. And if you track his career. He's always played in the age group above his age because mm. such was his ability. So it's like when your kids, you've got kids, big difference between their ages. Your younger kid seems really mature for his age because he interacts with older children. It would be the same throughout Harvey's youth career where he played with older age groups mm. such was his ability. And I agree. I mean, he's living his best life. He's a Liverpool fan. He's the future of the football club. He knows that. We know that. He, he started the season really, really well. He was a really, really pleasant surprise just how good he was. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's back and he's, and he's raring to go. And, you know, as far as football dreams go, this is his and it's real and it's happening. And he conducts himself really, really well. You're quite right. He carries himself. He's got swagger. All the, all the top players with all the ability in the world have always had a bit of swagger, a bit, yeah. a bit of overconfidence, which serves them well during games. And he's got that. And, you know, I'm, I, for one, really looking forward to seeing him come back. And my my mindset wise, it, it's even like if you can have one positive out of an injury for a young player, that is good for for, for his mindset. He overcame yeah. these couple of months now, four, five, six months. Character building, absolutely. character building, and we talked about him that he's so mature already mm. that will make him even more like prepared for everything that comes in his career, and. I'm so excited for him to, yeah. to to be in the squad again. How strong do you think we go here, Steve? Because mm. we were kind of chatting to it before we went live. My sneaky suspicion, and I think you shared it, is that I think we're going to go a lot stronger than people feel we will. I think there'll be obvious changes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Kelleher will start this I game. Do. I do, yeah. I think like Canate will start this, yeah. and probably Gomez if he's a, if he's around, mm, maybe because he needs the games. But it's funny because we're talking about we've, that's our second choice centre back pairing, and yet they're all they're both Quality. perfectly good at being our first choice centre backs as well. And then from then on, I mean, it's it's a weird situation. What I mean is, I don't see this being Connor Bradley. I don't see this no. being Owen Beck. I don't maybe Tyler Morton, but there's a lot of lads there who actually could just do with a could do with the game. Thiago. Yeah, Thiago, for example. <laughs> I think we're going to go really strong. Um, I saw the Twitter post, give us your start in 11s, and it was varying degrees of weakness. Some people were naming players that, you know, like Beck and Canetio and players like that. Mm-hmm. I just don't see that happening. The worst thing that can happen is we go into our next league game and we're still rusty and we're still not match sharp because 
the door slightly open in terms of the Manchester City pursuit. We've got a glimmer of hope following the last fixtures. What we need to be is absolutely on it for every single league game. And if we put six youngsters in there or six fringe players in there and put in the odd season experienced player like a Thiago, like a Jota, are we preparing ourselves for our next league game correctly? You can intensify your training sessions all you want, but there's a big difference between training and match day. Yeah. So I think we're going to go a lot stronger than people anticipate, purely because we've had two weeks off. Yeah. And we need mm. to get back in the saddle and get on with it. Yeah, it's funny, that, to, to the point, even strong is weird, isn't it? Because we've got a lot, and it gets, it gets been very understated this season, but we've got a lot of senior footballers. Like, as an example of that, you could easily start Costa Shimakas in this game. And... You know, and then you've changed. And if you go with Canate and Gomez, you've ch- and the goalkeeper, you've changed four of your back five already before you've yeah. even done done anything there. Um, and yet, there's not that back. They're all good enough to start the biggest games for Liverpool as well. We we, um, we had a we put a tweet out actually during this from uh, Ross put a midfield three for Sunday uh, tweet out. Uh, we had Damien uh, suggested Thiago Elliott Milner to start second half. Fab Jones and Morgan, who I presume is uh, Dexter Morgan, um, the k- killer of uh, HBO series Dexter. <laughs> uh, which I think if you get a if you get a sort of side through uh, an opposition championship brutal midfield, then have, have a serial killer in there. I think that's definitely the answer. Little cameo. Yeah. Yeah, uh, LFC uh, 1987 says <laughs> Fab Henderson Jones, Cathal Robinson saying Morton Henderson Elliott, Alan Kennedy, presumably not that one, um, saying Fab Curtis Elliott. The the issue we might have with this is Fabinho's been away on international duty, and I think he's probably one of the few names who won't yeah. start this game, maybe as a result, but <clears throat> most everyone else is probably fair game. It's insane. It's, it's it's unbelievable when you when when you look at this squad and it's such a high level at this football. Well, club. like Naby Keita's back. You know, <laughs> th- theoretically, we've got Keita. theoretically you could have you can choose from Fabinho, Henderson, Curtis Jones, Harvey Elliott, Naby Keita, Tyler Moore, and <laughs> Thiago Alcantara and James Milner. And for- Oxley Chamberlain, <laughs> Jesus, there's nine Why midfielders. Why don't we just put eleven centre midfielders out there and have do it that way? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, cool. real shake on that. Yeah, goal? yeah, 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 Milner. Um, yeah, I, I totally, totally agree with you guys. I mean, I, I, I had the same. I, I went on a train in the morning, and I were like, okay, if we put out our our first choice starters, and you put in the one B players to say like that. It's still a proper team. Yeah, you could beat a lot of other teams. Yeah, and well, what are you going for? A mix. Just, just, just a mix because, like, it, it's not a clear drop off when you put in Simicast, when you put in Konate. So I'm absolutely okay with, with starting them. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't start Thiago and Elliot. Like, I wouldn't start them. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's maybe an, 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 another level of pressure just starting di- di- directly when you come back. Like, Thiago only joined the team this week. So maybe that's a little bit early, but. Um, having Hendo in, having Cater in, like he had a really good month, uh, no, not month, but a couple, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, it feels like it, a couple of weeks at, at the AFCON to uh, Man of the Match Awards. So he's maybe just motivated and g- good in shape. So put him in. And- well, if he's fit as well, you might as well play Cater because you don't yeah. get to choose when Cater is fit. That That's one. But if he's fit, take the advantage and, and play him yeah. because we never know what's going to happen to him. Just looking at the, the balance of it, 
Steve, there's a couple of suggestions there I think overlook a little bit that who plays on the left of the midfield three. Harvey Elliott plays on the right. Henderson plays on the right. On the left, you've, you're looking at... Cater's done a bit of it this season, and we know he can be used there. Thiago does that, Curtis Jones has done that, and I wonder whether Curtis is probably nailed on to start this one. I think so. Because he deserves it, because I think his form has been excellent in, in January. But you're then looking at who's ready to go more, or rather, who do you want more ready for Thursday against Leicester? And is that catered or Thiago? Like how far Thiago's back in training, but how far away is he? Is he in contention for Thursday? Does he therefore need half an hour? So do you start Curtis and bring him on? And I think whoever whoever it might be Curtis starts both games, or it might be he does sixty and then Cater does thirty and then Cater does sixty and he does thirty on on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. So maybe you've got that as your consideration for your left of your three. Maybe a similar thing. Henderson starts. So he gets his rhythm back, but then you give Elliot 30 minutes and then he's got every chance of having more time or being more impactful against this. It's, I guess the sixth thing is, do you use Henderson yeah. as the six? Do you use Milner? And if you use Milner, does that mean Trent starts at right back? Because Nico Williams has gone out on loan, of course. All decisions, the permutations, you just absolutely ruined me there, thanks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I would go with Henderson in the six. Okay. Uh, he needs games, he needs to find his rhythm, he needs to find some form. And I'm not criticising him, it happens to footballers. Yes. And we touched on it before the break, his injury was a shocker. And that takes time to come back from it. Um, so I, I would start him in the six, I'd start Jones on the left. And I, Naby Keita had a good AFCON, Naby Keita was a, was a driving force for, for Guinea. Yep. So I would probably start Naby on the right hand side. Um, get the game get the game won. What will happen is if you bring in Elliot whilst it's a contest, yep. those tackles are going to be flying round. It's kind of Phil Foden syndrome for me. You get to 3-0 three, three up hopefully, on, on an hour you bring him on when, when, when they've lost all of their impetus and all of their will willingness to fight. And they just see out the game and he gets the fourth goal and that's great for him and it's great for the club and it's great for his development. Um, I think I think we have to play Henderson. He has to find some rhythm and some form yeah. ahead of the Leicester game because he will play in that. Uh, as you say, Curtis, Curtis should start because he deserves it. I've got a sneaky feeling that because I think it's a bit mad that we've let Nico Williams go on loan, to be yeah. honest. I think that, you know, given how, given how much... How many players we're, at, we're currently carrying, which is well more than we, we should we've ever had before. Well, well more, and probably more than we need. You know, there's going to be some good players who, who are really struggling for minutes for the back end of the season, even with all the games we're playing. I wonder whether Milner is now the right back is back to being the second choice right back because yeah, yeah. I mean it might be Bradley, and if you're going to give it, you're going to give it to Bradley. This would be now. He likes but him though, doesn't he? he? Likes Bradley. He does. He does, but. I don't see where Milner gets his game now. No. And is and is that a concession that we've made because we've got an abundance of midfield options and adding to the attack in Diaz means we we need to strip the midfield less. So Ox is not we're not going to yeah. need Ox yeah. to play in the front as much anymore. So that's less game time in that. And what does that knock on down the squad? And maybe we've said to Milner, you know, we'll let Williams go. Are you happy to do? The, are you happy to do the right back thing? And he's going in the summer. We yeah. know he's. he's yeah. This is so, so. So is it? Is it prudent and sensible to not include players that are going to feature going forward with the club as a, beyond the end of the That's season? That's an interesting point. Yeah. You do, you, do you? Do you? Because we did this with Lalana, where we kind of kept mm. him wrapped up, but that was to make sure he got his move at, yeah. as much as anything else. 
Milner won't be out. Milner will just want to play because he's he, he, he's on the countdown to retirement more than any totally, than anyone yeah. else, and he won't want to miss a kick a kick of, a kick of the ball. If you play Milner at right back, you can afford to play Cater in front of him, yes. because that's your creativity. Because mm-hmm. Cater is a creative player. If you don't play Cater, I think you've got to play Trent. Yes, I, it's an, it's really it's a really interesting. I think the Cater on the right is a, is a actually surprisingly good. Job. I much prefer him on the right of our midfield than the left. Yeah. He he's just. He's not as good as Thiago, unfortunately, and you know he's not as good as, as the, he's not as solid as Wayne Alden was in that, and he's got so much more to his game. And we ask that left side of midfield to be a bit more, I don't know, limited, not in terms of like their overall creativity or use of the ball, but certainly in how they drive forward and the and, and the balance. Although that being said, I think Curtis has given us a really nice balance on that mm-hmm. side, the way he's linked up on the right. But I like Cater on the right more. Um, I just think it suits his game. Yeah. Better. He's more of a. He's certainly more of an attacker mid than a than a centre mid. Just let's move the conversation forwards. Uh, Evo Luis Diaz. You know, potentially <laughs> I love that reaction. By the way, I know. Um, there's every chance that he's he's involved in this game. I am. Um, I really want to see him play football for Liverpool. <sighs> this would be great. I can't wait. I, I, do, do you saw the, 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 the social media picture? He was in Paris yeah. yesterday night. So he arrives today, maybe gets his whole AXA training center walk around tomorrow. Uh, it's not really common and unusual that we throw players in immediately. So that's not really a Klopp, uh, Klopp-ish way to, mm-hmm. to, to, to welcome the new players. But I mean, he's not injured. He's in. Uh, he's uh, full force. He's in fitness-wise. He's 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 there. Green light. Uh, everything worked out with him, with the medical. So I, I I don't know why you wouldn't give him at least 10, 15 minutes. You, you've got five subs yeah. to use as well, potentially there as well. Is it so five you, subs? Yeah, because it's the FA Cup. FA so, Cup you've got, yeah. so you can you've got the potential there to just give him a couple of minutes at the end, just to get him into the team or the flip you could start him and play him for 45 if you wanted to I, I would like if, 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 he, if he gets on the bench and then you play him for 10-15 minutes that he already have a, had a little sniff and sniff around that he is ready to maybe have a proper impact on Thursday for, for 30 minutes for the second half if we need him it's an interesting thing because in terms of the options then stay at attack for me now obviously um, Jota, obviously, and it's whether we want to. The Diaz thing actually might be whether we want to protect Jota a little bit. We just don't know is it at this point of what the, what the point of the winter break was, mm. and whether these lads actually could do with another one more game off, just so they're 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 they're, they're fully recovered and ready for the for the push, or whether this is the start the the push starts. Sunday, really, and that Jota's of we've been quite protective of Jota because he's had to play a lot in January, and he's actually played a lot this this season, and he's actually played a lot coming back from injury last season as well. That's a little bit of an unknown, but Ox might feel a little bit aggrieved not to continue playing in this game because let's be honest, Salah could well be back. You know, I think there'll be a struggle to get them back for Leicester, but it's what it's yeah, that's the conundrum now. I think there's a couple of players for whom. They'll have to play Leicester, and it's whether there's a value to them just playing, to sticking with the three that's actually saved as well throughout the throughout January, and then you add Diaz as a, as a sub option maybe. So two weeks ago, you and I sat near and talked about Ox being the twelfth man, the guy who played himself into the position of the twelfth man. Now these other players are back. I'm not convinced that's the case anymore. Okay, um, 
He, he, he probably should start wide right mm -hmm. against Cardiff because that suits him. It really doesn't suit Jota to play out there mm -hmm. for me. Jota for me has always been, and this is the interesting thing, more of a competitor for Mane than Firmino. Yeah. But then Diaz is now a competitor for Mane and Jota. Yeah. Lovely, lovely opportunity to have those players in the mix. Um, Diaz should probably sit on the bench, come on for 10 minutes, little cameo thing at Anfield in the FA Cup, romantic yeah. story. You know, game one, 10 minutes. He's got a lot to learn in terms of how Liverpool play because yeah. Liverpool's system is so different to everybody else's. It will take him a couple of weeks to learn how to set traps in the press. It's not something that you could walk into the team and do straight away. Mm -hmm. Cardiff is a game where you don't need a press and you don't need to set traps. It's, yeah. it's not Premier League standard, is yeah. it? He's he's clearly... Well, I say clearly, you know, Klopp's... We, we talk a lot, we do this a lot. Defensively... And midfield-wise, players take a while to get up to speed. But in more offensive players, he's been less out. He will just chuck, chuck people in. Mm. It's whether he drip-feeds him in a little bit. And because, as to the point, Ox actually deserves his place in the team. It'd be a bit unfair on Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, who scored a couple of goals yeah. recently. You know, more recently for us, he's, been a, he's actually really helped us through this period. I, I like that notion of... Ox starts, but Diaz is there, and then actually it gives you the option for Thursday to go. Because actually, can you use Diaz on the right? And the answer is probably yes. He's right footed, so yeah. Exactly, you know, mm -hmm. you can, you definitely can. He's he's he's, good, he's very good both footed, and he, you, you'll see. I think get a little glimpse of him at the weekend, and then make that make that call because you could go again. You know, you could ask Jota for me. You know, Ox slash Diaz to play again on the Thursday if you really wanted to. Slash need two because we've now got that having that one extra option makes it a bit easier. Yeah, like I, I, I think Luis Diaz has to play if if he's in the squad if he's on the bench give him 10, 15 minutes at the at the end because it, every minute helps. You have to play games and like even if if it needs sometimes like you like you touched on it. I've never seen so many journalists speaking about this is a club player mm -hmm. before you came here. So oh, yeah. if there's Anybody who's able to adapt quickly in this, like of course offensively, like like this is the one thing like you you can do if you just get in into a game like Cardiff, then it's Luis Diaz. Yeah, we've had a we've had a well, I've certainly had a track record of us buying mm. players in and me going, they've been bought as the understudy to dot dot dot. Mohamed Salah was bought as the understudy to Mane. Jota has been bought as the understudy to Mane. And then we just keep finding ways to get these lads in the team. Mm. And then once they're in the team, they're not come, they don't come out the team. Um, so that's what the really exciting thing for me about Diaz is that I have the note of caution that it's midway through a season. He, he doesn't know the lads he's, you know, he's, he's playing with. And so much of how Liverpool play at the top end, the best of Liverpool, is like <coughs> second nature, understanding where everyone is around him, the quick little touches and bits and bits and pieces. But there's also a possibility that he's so good that he just comes in and he blows everyone away in that. The truth will probably be somewhere in the middle, of course, but that's the exciting thing about having him available. Oh, totally. And and um, Mane can play on the right as well. And mm -hmm. take Mane back to his debut goal against Arsenal, coming off the right and stomp one in the top corner. What a goal that was yeah. to announce yourself at the football club, by the way. Um, so our options are great. And and you say Diaz is a, is a tailor-made clock player. He really is. He's got a lot of Luis Suarez about him. <laughs> what he is, I don't know if you've seen the stats. They've they've measured the the, the pace of these of the three of them: Mane, Salah, and Diaz. And Diaz is the quickest of the three. Good. It's something that we well, we've seen we've been criminally lacking in the, in the absence of Salah and Mane. Is another mm. lad who's just got pace to stretch things as and when. So. 
great. I'm excited. I, I, I want to. I think we all want to get a first glimpse of him, if nothing else. Yeah, like, and to, just to 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 say this again, like, if 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 we take a look at the little things, language-wise, he won't have any barriers up there if he plays with Jota slash Firmino, mm-hmm. like Portuguese, Spanish things. Totally, if, yeah. if we look at the little things it, for little 10, 15 minutes coming in, yeah. he will know the shouts. They can communicate. They get to know each other from tomorrow, today, tomorrow on. So, like, could be a little Good advantage. Shout. Bring him on the same time you bring Thiago on as well. Then you've oh, got one too. behind, one inside, yeah. one in front of. And look, the thing on Diaz is that we've all got high expectations we have because we've hyped ourselves up, and rightly so. Tremendous looking player. You know, he looks like he could be an absolute superstar for us. This six months, I just want him to be an impact player. Yeah. You just give us another option. I don't expect I don't expect him to, to get 15 goals in the back end of the season. I don't I have, I have actually I don't care almost that as long as he's not <laughs> awful like, and, he, and he bends and, he, and you know because you can you can damage your reputation you'd be hard to dig yourself out of a hole and then you, with some supporters you're always fighting against the, the you know you, 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 you're swimming against the tide for the rest of your Liverpool career hopefully he's got a couple of glimpses that we can go ooh like, he's like Suarez you know basically when Suarez comes in, in in January and it's him and Carroll and Carroll is Carroll and he's the most it's, it's so obvious the ways and Andy Carroll can impress you because he just has to get up and win headers where Suarez Suarez is doing the little tricks and flicks and, and nutmegs, and when they don't come off, you look shit. But when they do come off, you look yeah. like the best player yeah, on, yeah. on the planet. And that's it for me, you know. And, and, and but maybe not even that much. I just want to see. I just want to get a, enough to get a, a, a glimpse, to get a handle on what he might be for Liverpool moving forward. And if he goes above and beyond that, then absolutely mind blowing. Let's have another quick look at the, um, the FA Cup and what the fourth round fixtures uh, to keep an eye on this weekend. United hosting Middlesbrough. That could be hilarious. Yeah. Um, Kidderminster, West Ham. Uh, you'd imagine West Ham will get through in that, but that's got one of those wonderful cup shocks written all over it. Chelsea hosts Plymouth Argyle. City hosts Fulham. <laughs> now, Evo brought this point up earlier. Fabio Carvalho. Fabio Carvalho! For <laughs> <laughs> oh, the hat trick. Yeah, if you want to endear yourself to potentially your dream, future club. Dream scenario. <laughs> yeah, Fabio Carvalho to knock Man City out of the FA Cup would be splendid. <laughs> um, yeah, Wolves host Norwich or Premier League clash makes that an incredibly dull uh, fixture there. Uh, Everton, Brentford, wow. Um, Frankie Lampard's. Yeah. I mean, is, is he just chosen them? Because we, we know a small tweets have come out, of course, that he is a big fan of blue, isn't he? Um, the blue side of things, yeah. old yeah. Frank Lampard. Tory, Tory, Frank Lampard. I just, it's one we'll sit and watch, and one, at times we'll laugh at, isn't it, really, to be fair? You know, what's he got on his CV? He shouted at Klopp, that's it. That's, yeah. that's it. He, he, he bombed out of the championship playoffs with Derby, he went to Chelsea got them into the Champions League and credit to him for doing that and then when they gave him money the wheels come off didn't it when he actually went out and spent silly amounts of money on Timo Werner um, good luck to them they deserve each other as far as yeah, I'm concerned yeah. Mate. oh yeah I don't mind them having a, having a win just to ease the pressure just because the, the misery coming up pouring off the Toffee TV lads has been unbearable <laughs> just making me feel worse about my own life for somehow yeah. like, it's just like proximity like, how like, dare you be happy well no exactly it's like living next to an, an open nuclear reactor it just it's, <laughs> you know that's what it's like having living in this city with Good so many miserable Evertonians uh, so yeah um, Crystal Palace Hartlepool uh, Southampton Coventry Tottenham Brighton and obviously we had the 12 o'clock on the Sunday uh, Nottingham Forest Leicester that'll be a spicy affair of course um, and 
Bournemouth versus Boreham Award. Nico Williams uh, didn't get the chance to uh, to actually do it. No, Nico had a follow it. Nat Phillips, I should say, is tricky Bournemouth side um, taking on Boreham. They did Woods. moves, didn't they? They really went for it in the window, didn't really, they? Really, they did have go for put it. all of their eggs in one basket for promotion. They really have. I thought, we, I thought just on the Nico Williams things, overlooked overlooking that completely. Nico, did Nico play? Is Nico, Nico will be cup? Will Nico be cup tied? Did he I think play he in might there? Be, yeah, yeah. Shame. Oh well, never mind. We uh, just all on Fabio Carvalho's uh, <laughs> slight shoulders then to give us an extra. We'll an all extra be watching. We'll all be avid watchers of Fulham for the rest of the season, yeah. won't we? Yeah, like all the people tuned in for the Columbia game in, uh, last week. <laughs> yeah, 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 brilliant. Yeah. Um, right, yeah. Let's know your um, uh, eleven. Watch your field three. Watch your four three. Watch your back four. Um, in the comments underneath the start eleven show, will be a little bit later on uh, today. So do tune in for that one live on YouTube as well. Um, Let's have a score prediction before we wrap up, Steve. What do you think? 4 0. Uh, I'll say it won't be as exciting as it sounds, but 5 1. Yeah, I could see it being one of the games where we're wildly one we, go here, behind, we go behind, actually, bad. and then everyone goes, right, okay, it's time to just. Oh, don't do that. I can't again. do that anymore. You know, <laughs> can't sit there longing for half times anymore. But you've Paul. got to remember this game, the atmosphere in this game is going to be arse. It's going to be horrendously bad because it always is whenever we play teams that we're meant to beat. Doesn't matter, and I think it's a little bit because maybe we're too. I don't know. If this is like I try to excuse just crap atmospheres, but we're not pricks so we like we feel a bit like oh we can't really celebrate it's a team that like a championship team that you're meant to be better than I'm happy for it put a bit of spice in there give us a little bit of a reason to give us a mountain to climb and a reason to get pumped up and you know the lads who are coming back and maybe need to shake off the rust or whatever I've got to go hard got to get into it that or Harvey Elliott just runs the show for 60 minutes gets a hat-trick comes off to a standing ovation um yeah whatever take that I'll take a I'll take a a three or four one to Liverpool. I'd be happy with that. Yeah, predictions in the comments. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Whether you're on live on YouTube, there after the fact, or you're catching us on Acast, Spotify, uh, Apple, iTunes, whatever the hell it's called. I'm not. I'm not an Apple guy. Uh, he says with the laptop in front of him from that very company. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. If you're on podcasting services, do drop a five star review as well if you can. That's always good stuff. Uh, and yeah, if you want more content from us, do go and check out Redmen Plus. Get more on Lewis Diaz. He might not play this weekend, but when he does, you want to be primed. You want to know what Liverpool have got the best you can. The stat show right now over on Redman Plus. Check it out. Chris Pajak and Dan Kennett. And we've got all of your countdown to the League Cup final content ready as well. So perfect time to join Redman Plus. Gentlemen, thank you. It's thank been you. an absolute pleasure. You. Hope you've enjoyed yourselves at home. You guys are awesome. Have a boss weekend. And hopefully, yeah, Liverpool booking a place in the fifth round of the FA Cup. Ta-da. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.